The ferry docked in Port Richmond on Staten Island, and the gray man stepped out into the bustle of fishing boats and factory workers. He walked through the waterfront business district, down the wide avenues framed by 19th century mansions. It was all wrong here. The sun shone too brightly, the sky gleamed like clear blue glass. So he kept going. He wanted the shadows for his work. He was hunting out of his usual habitat that afternoon of July 14, 1924, away from the Manhattan alleys and tenements he knew so well. He kept walking, looking for the right place. A mile went by, then a few more, until he found himself amid a clutter of working-class wood-frame homes shaded against the sunlight by leafy plane trees. Walking down the long stretch of Decker Avenue, the gray man hesitated in front of a house where a little boy played on the front porch in view of his mother, who saw the stranger pause. Anna MacDonald was a policeman's wife, wary of strangers. The man in his shabby jacket looked harmless enough, though, smiling slightly. He tipped his hat and walked on. There was a moment as he walked away when she felt a shock of nerves. His hands were squeezing open and shut when he walked, she would recount later, and he seemed to be exchanging bitter words with the summer air. She hesitated, but the man moved on, and she turned away and went into the house. She didn't see the stranger return. By now, her eight-year-old son, Francis, had joined a ball game down the street, and the stranger walked over to the boys, calling out a question. Francis, always friendly, came over to answer. A neighbor later saw the little boy walking toward a nearby wooded lot, trailed by a grizzled older man, just a drifter perhaps, looking for a place where he could spend the night. Francis had not come home by supper time, and his father Arthur, still wearing his blue patrolman's uniform, went out to look for him. But the boy couldn't be found. MacDonald called his colleagues at the police station, alerting them to his missing child. By morning, a panicked search had commenced, with police, neighbors, local businessmen, even Boy Scouts, fanning out across Staten Island looking for the boy. A trio of Boy Scouts tramping through the wooded lot near where the boy had last been seen made the discovery. Francis McDonald's body lay under a pile of branches and leaves. The child had been stripped below the waist, beaten, and finally strangled with his suspenders. The hunt for Francis's killer continued for weeks, then months. It was Anna McDonald meeting with reporters who gave the killer his name. Help us catch the monster who murdered our little boy, she begged. Help us find the gray man. But the gray man knew they wouldn't find him. He would vanish as he always did, a smudge in the air, blown away on the wind.